As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, we'll talk Obi-Wan. We'll talk Stranger Things. We'll talk anything and everything it's it's apathetic enthusiasm <laughs> anything and everything all at once is what we're going to talk yeah, about that's that's basically like the subtitle for this podcast it's just <laughs> anything and everything all all all. all at once uh hello everybody i'm travis hey everybody i'm brandon and welcome to apathetic enthusiasm the show that talks about any and everything with your hosts, Brandon and Travis. We started from humble beginnings. We started from a podcast where we talked about technology, and we've moved on to talk about movies, video games, and 3D printing and more. So, oh, if so you, much 3D printing. So if, much. So if you are interested in any of those things, well, good luck. We are going to talk about something at some point in time, and you might be interested in it. And there's one way that you can give us feedback on how we're doing you can go over to our social media. Travis, I know we got some social media stuff. I know we got our Twitter. Oh, yeah. We're on Twitter at Apathusiast. He's at Barnyard Cruise, much more active than me. I'm Juggalmino. Uh, yeah, I, I every time I hop on Twitter, I'm like, I, I should be here more. And then I'm on Twitter for five minutes and I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show or send us an email apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com. We are over on Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm or on the web, apathetic enthusiasm.com. That's our website. You can find this show. You can find all of our podcasts, interdimensional RSS, Twilight Zone podcast, submit for your approval. Can you find <laughs> Rounding the Bee over there? Is it it's is still, available? It's still on there. It, it's it's as active as round uh, submit for Dig your approval. Take it to the archives over, <laughs> over at apatheticenthusiasm.com. Uh, we're streaming live. We're live right now. You can see our faces. You can interact. Be part of the show every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern over at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. Or if if you're busy, you have, uh, you know, Pilates class on Monday night. That's fine. You can catch the video versions of every episode at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Don't forget to like and subscribe those videos over there. 
Finally, a big thank you to all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. You help keep the lights on. You help keep the ring light on my face so, so to that speak. I, I have better lighting than Brandon, <laughs> who's still who's still working out the studio setup. He'll get there. He'll get I, there I really I have I have all my tripods and I have all the things that I could do for lighting. And I just I just don't do them right now. Actually, what the, what I was doing before we started recording was I was taking these sound little squares right that are that are up here and uh i've got my window open with the natural lighting right but i'm talking at the window and if i have the blinds down that's great for 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 sound because then it's gonna it's gonna stop that that first reflection of bouncing right back at me but muffle it but when i have the blinds up then my my voice is like right back into right back into the room uh so i was putting (laughs) putting those squares up in the the window but what it's end, but the the thing is, is it screws up my lighting. I don't know. Maybe one one day, maybe you and I will just sit down. Yeah, we'll spend an afternoon, have a couple of drinks. Uh, uh, we you know pull out the old paints and uh, fix the lighting in your <laughs> in your studio. Um, yeah, good i good idea. It's passable. It's passable for the number of viewers that this video is going to get. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. unless you go to youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. And uh, let us know oh, how his lighting. Uh, it just he's just gonna mess with which, which one is that, that? That one's better. That one's better. That's good. It's all good. That one. That one or that one feels good. That one. That one. There we go. Tony. Tony. Tell. Damn it! Every time. Uh, Every time. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Well, for for those of you that are hanging out with us, uh, sorry to interrupt your your holiday barbecues or or whatever you might be doing today. Uh, say hi. Dro- drop a drop a note in the chat. Let us know that you're here. Uh, if nobody says anything, then hope you're enjoying your your day off. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, but we have we have so much to discuss. It has been a a busy weekend in nerd culture. Uh, be that uh, TV shows, uh, streaming service type shows, movies, mm-hmm. uh, all all sorts of things. Um, a couple of things that I'm I'm quite confident we won't get to uh, in this episode is the new Bob's Burgers movie. Uh, no, you're which right. Neither neither of us went out to see, but I've, I'm hearing really great things about it. So I've heard nothing I'm, but good things about it. Um, yeah, <laughs> in, only in the sense that I haven't. I've I heard have nothing a, about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's a good thing, right? It has to be a good thing. No news yeah, is good news, right. as they say. That's right. Uh, so, yeah. Um, also, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Uh, did you get out to see Maverick yet? I have not. I, I, I thought about seeing it today, as a matter of fact. And then I I didn't. I was doing a bunch of other stuff like painting and video games. Mm-hmm. I was playing Rogue Legacy 2, uh, trying, to, trying to get through that. And then um, okay. uh, yeah, I went to the store. Grilled some hot dogs for Memorial Day. Whoa, uh, I grilled hot dogs for Memorial Day. No that's weird way. that we did not talk about that, but it <laughs> definitely happened. Oh, that that's cra- that's crazy to me. Uh what what kind of hot dogs did you grill? Uh ballpark Franks. They okay. plump when you cook them. I I was gonna buy ballpark and then Chelsea was like, no, get the Hebrew National. And so I went I went to go get Hebrew National instead. Um and Hebrew National comes with like they're eight in a pack and they're very skinny, right? And, uh, but there was, there was a thick one that comes just in a four in a pack. And so I was like, well, there's three of us. One of us will probably eat two. We'll just get, just get the, the four big ones. And, um, what, what you're, you're critiquing me too. 
No, no, please continue with your story, Brandon. <laughs> You're critiquing me too. Uh, yeah, she wasn't. Uh, she's like, why'd you get? Why'd you get the four pack? I'm like, there's four of us, uh, or there's three of us, and then one of us will get an extra one. And we did. That's exactly what happened. Now we, yeah. Now we don't have an extra. pack. I cracked open a 24 pack of Ballpark Franks. All right. <laughs> so, um, mind mind you, that was not the first time. It's a resealable package. So, um, yeah, we fair. we were we were discussing tonight how underrated hot dogs are as a uh, as a meal option in our family mm. um i i have a variety of palates variety of of uh food preferences within my family and uh the hot dog seems to be something that everyone will eat everybody can dress it up however they want and it's like it's cheap but like you throw them on the grill they're pretty good like they and we're like, why don't we make these more often? Like everybody, we're always like making some Pinterest recipe and like making like crazy ingredients and doing all this stuff. And then it's like, oh, two people are actually going to eat this. And then we have to like, <laughs> you know, microwave nuggets or something. Yeah. Um. So we're like, yeah, we should, we should probably. But then immediately after I said that, I was like, or oh, we could have brats. <laughs> and then that takes us right back down a different road of like, oh, someone's not going to eat it. And somebody, yeah, but. Yeah, you got to learn how to air fry, man. You got to air fry those those nuggies. No, um, yeah, no, we've got the air fryers yeah. going for sure. So yeah. let, let me let me let me talk to you. Do we have we talked about air fryers on, on AE yet? Welcome to the air fry segment of the podcast. Uh, I don't. I air, think we've mentioned air fryers, but we've never done a deep dive. Yeah, a deep fry dive into the air fryer. <laughs> air, so yeah, air, let's let's discuss air fryers. And air what, fry what we love, enthusiasm. What we don't like. Air fry enthusiasm. Uh, yeah. So let's let's talk about let's talk about air fryers just a little bit. Uh, uh, we, I'm sure we've mentioned it before. I we got as a as a housewarming gift from my parents. They bought us an air fryer. Um, yes. and and we didn't we didn't we didn't want it. It's not something we wanted. Uh, actively kind of looking to not have one. Um, they got us one, and I'm like, okay, well, let's let's go ahead and explore. That's, it. that's a little bit of like hipster Brandon, like coming out. <laughs> like everybody's all hyped on their air fryers. I'm too cool for an air fryer. We're not getting one. I mean, if if it was free, I was good with it. Um, but like we didn't at our old house, we didn't have a lot of counter space, and so it was just like, where are we going to put it? Why yeah. do we? Why do we need the extra space for for something? Um, and so. They they got us an air fryer. It's a big it's a big one. Is this a dedicated air fryer? Like that is its sole purpose is yes. air frying. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm with it. I'm Comes with, with it. a big I, big big bucket. Takes a, you take the big bucket out, and then yeah. you put put the big bucket like back a, in like a, like a fry basket. Yes. 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 But but for airing airing yes. air frying air frying basket. <laughs> um. And uh. So i um, We've been using it, and it works pretty good. Uh, most, most people like my, my parents use it all for like leftovers and to like reheat stuff or, um, you know, chicken wings or, or chicken nuggets or whatever. And we, we got it and we're like, okay, yeah, let's, well, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll do as they do in air fry land. And so we started making fresh food in there, like pork chops and steak or corn and, um, salmon. We made salmon in there. Like we've, we've done a, a, a few different things broccoli and it's like okay yeah yeah it works pretty good like the the pork chop was nice and tender and like juicy it was very good and then i told my parents about it and they're like oh yeah we don't make fresh food in it yeah we just oh, it's all <laughs> no we just dumped the frozen crap in there and call it good <laughs> yeah and i was like yeah. oh 
oh, all right. No, it works great for this other stuff. You should use yeah. it for this other stuff. Um, but uh, the only the only the only problem I have with the air fryer, and it's not a big problem, it's just a matter of timing where it's not it's not good for lots of food for like a for lots of people, right? Uh, sure, you have to you have sure. to do it in like batches, and then by the time you're done with the batches, then you're like, okay, well that that batch is cold. Um, whereas like frying or the oven or whatever, that that's good. That's good. Yeah, but there's only I, three of us, so it it's not too much of an issue. I've never owned a sole purpose air fryer. We all of our all of our air fryer technology has come in a a multi-use sort of of product. So we had I think we had something called like a Ninja Foodie or something where it was a pressure cooker and a uh air fryer and like a little like grilling type device. Like it did like a bunch of different things, right? Oh, but yeah. it had like it had a basket in it so that you could do air frying. Um but it like it only worked like okay. Like I was I was somewhat I was like, eh, all right, I guess I guess this kind of does the job. And I mean, we've made some delicious meals in that in that device. But then uh Sheena really wanted another ninja product that is like this like um fold down air fryer. Mm -hmm. And this thing is like it replaced our toaster. It's like a toaster oven. It's an air fryer. I think you can like bake stuff in it. Um, but as you mentioned, limited counter space. It also like folds up on its side, like, and tucks back against the counter to give you more counter space. So, I it see. kind of like it kind of like re replaced a bunch of other things that we might need, uh, and combined those into one, and then also like had some space saving capabilities. But that thing has a relatively large cooking space. I think it's I want to say it's like uh, one by one foot like basket, um, relatively shallow, but. Well, not not one foot squared, but like one foot by one foot by one inch, right? Like it's it's like a shallow basket, but you can put stuff like on it. So you could do like a ton of nuggies or, you know, like a pack of corn dogs. Sure. And then slide it in there and uh and get the air circulating around. Um I will say it works pretty good. Are you are you spraying things with like like oil before you put it in your air fryer? I don't normally know. I feel like this is like the the untapped like the thing that maybe everybody knows about but I'm not I'm not doing it. But I think if you get like a spray bottle or something with a little bit of oil and you just like spritz your food before it goes in the air fryer, that's going to kick your crispiness up to like <laughs> <laughs> near deep fried levels right because i feel like with a lot of foods when i do it in the air fryer let's say like a french fry it it does a good job of cooking it but sometimes it's like it's either feels like it's just baked or like it doesn't have the same effect of the crispiness but one time we like coated like we just tossed something in oil before putting it in the deep fryer and it was like game changer like it was like this is like fried. This I, is like fried food. I believe it. it yeah, I believe it, it is because it has oil on it, right? Like I it believe is. it. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I, have, I'll, I have, I'm I have, all in on the air fryer. Corn dogs in the air fryer, never look back. Well, don't, I, think, don't, I think don't go microwaving them. Stick in the air fryer. I think that's why when you have leftover French fries from wherever, it it takes those the oil that's already on them 
and then and then recrisps it right i think that's the benefit of it whereas sure. like the 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 crisco fries that you get from the freezer section of your local supermarket it, it doesn't have that 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 resident oil resident sure. oil sure. <laughs> <laughs> coming soon to playstation 5 resident oil 6 <laughs> biohazard <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I, I dig it. Uh, my brother, um, speaking of things that nobody actually needs, he has my younger brother, your has, brother, that's, that's, that's some of the thought that comes to mind when you think of your brother stuff that nobody actually needs. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm going deeper into that with, oh, oh, okay. in the sense Love that it. he has a sous vide. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. So I have one of those too. Oh, okay. So you know, never, never use it. Things that mm-hmm. you don't that nobody needs is a sous vide. He 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 loves it. Um, I've never seen him use it, but my mom and dad say he has, and it, I mean everything's great, I guess. But it, it like it's supposed to marinate faster. It's supposed to more what, evenly what, cook it. I don't know. Cook man. it evenly, sure. What I lack is a decent container large enough to put the water and whatever else I need. The bathtub. A bathtub yeah oh, i do have a bathtub now i wonder if i could sue me to my bathtub no i will not i will not be doing that you go in your bathtub um, and you just like have just just plastic things floating all around like no nah, I'm, I'm getting ready for a plastic bags of, of of meat and 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 asparagus just floating in the tub i'm getting i'm getting ready for a, a major barbecue this weekend don't worry we're just sous vide and everything over here in the tub let me turn on the jets <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, yeah. don't don't go in the jacuzzi. That's that's my sous vide. <laughs> yeah, I mean we've used it a few times. I mean it you can create a good doneness on a steak and and things like that, but then you still got to pull it out and sear it really well to get kind of that um otherwise it just feels like a yeah. I don't know, kind of but, I want to say mushy isn't the word I want, but it's the word I'm going with. Yeah, because uh, once yeah. you once you have it sous vide it's, and it, all the liquid is on it, it makes it difficult to sear anyways because it's just it's wet. Well, it's not it's not floating around in the liquid, Brandon. No, I mean the, it's it's the the liquid's being infused into the meat, like the marinade what? and stuff like that, right? No, don't, don't don't you put the meat in the bag with like marinade and you can't. I guess you can, yeah, yeah. But you want to pull all the air out of it. So if you have if you have some sort of marinade already in there, yeah, I could see that. Like, but that's not the purpose of the sous vide. The purpose of the sous vide is like to create an even, like regulated temperature around whatever you're cooking to like br- to control bring whatever you're cooking up to that exact temperature and then sure 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 but also to infuse the flavors into the whatever you're you're cooking right? welcome to culinary corner <laughs> with travis and brandon I, uh the I, podcast where we talk about culinary uh, <laughs> techniques that we actually have no idea about now let's talk about our favorite food shows and and see who paid attention more cloyingly sweet that's that's the that's the one thing I that I know. I've ever heard of that one. Cloyingly sweet. Oh yeah, if you watch Chopped, uh, yeah, okay. it, they said it all the time in the dessert round. They're like, yeah, this and it's pretty good, but it's cloyingly sweet. Um, and it, that's the thing about desserts is, aren't desserts supposed to be sweet? Not too sweet. They're supposed to be 
They're supposed to be a little. If you're gonna get all hoity-toity on Chopped, <laughs> you know, then you're like, oh, a piece of dark chocolate is a fine dessert. And you're like, there's no sugar in this. It's like, ninety percent. Yes, exactly. It's ninety percent cacao. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Chelsea and, loves dark chocolate, and she had like some high percent of dark chocolate, and just like, <laughs> and just t- she's like, ah, it tastes like chalk. It's too much. <laughs> that's that's too dark. One. There is a balance. There is a balance, of course. Yeah, just like the force, and as oh. we as we all know about the force, uh, there there was one person that was meant to bring balance to the force. Anakin Skywalker. He turned into Darth Vader, as you may or may not know. It's a spoiler for you. Uh, were meant to defeat the Sith, not join them. <laughs> that's right. That's right. This week that we had just passed up on March May twenty seventh. Uh, on Disney Plus, the first two episodes of the Disney Plus show Obi Wan Kenobi came out. That's right. the The highly anticipated uh, series, uh, limited series. I think we get what six episodes yeah. uh, in this run. Um, released uh, the same week as Star Wars Celebration out in Anaheim, California. So they premiered the first episode out at Celebration and to, to a crowd of, of, of adoring fans. Ah, and then, I'm adoring. and then e- <laughs> e- even, uh, even surprised at home viewers by releasing a few hours earlier than advertised. Uh, I think it was what, nine o'clock, mm-hmm. uh, on, on the West coast. Yeah. Um, that you could, that you could start streaming. I had the next day off. And so I was like, it's 11 F it. I'm, I'm watching Obi-Wan and, and ended up watching both, uh, episodes, uh, right when they were released. And I gotta say, it was worth staying up for. I, I really, really enjoyed, uh, these first two episodes. Um, I, I don't know how spoilery we want to get in this. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to censor ourselves. So if you have not watched this, you probably don't care enough about Star Wars to, to be bothered by spoilers. Um, because, but if you are, for some reason, uh, hit pause on this, fire up your Disney Plus machine, go watch a couple episodes. Uh, and let's, let's talk about some Obi-Wan because... And, and, and I, I, I do, I do want to, I do want to say something uh, just on the spoiler ways that doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of spoilers in the show so far in the, in these first two episodes like yes and yes and they're, no they're spoilers um, in, a, in a sense of like what the show is about yeah maybe yeah. maybe like there's a, a misdirect on what you if you know nothing about the show like what you think the show is going to be out and then but that it quickly turns out on its head like you know 20 minutes in that you realize what the show is about um yeah so i think that's like the main spoiler honestly yeah and well and let's we'll we'll get into that here in a second um what was your anticipation level going into this show i i know we talked a little bit uh in advance like you waited until all of moon Knight had come out before before starting that series uh boba fett i think you were the same way where you're kind of like eh, i'm not i'm not really gonna watch it week to week uh what what got you to stream obi-wan day one uh, as opposed to some some of these other uh, series, uh, I think so. For the Mandalorian, when the Mandalorian came out, that was like that was a day one watch. 
Sure. Um, and then a couple of episodes into Mandalorian, I said, I don't care about this show anymore. And then skipped a couple episodes and then watched the the finale. Um, and then the second season of Mandalorian, I kind of, uh, I kind of hit or hit or miss there. Like, I think I caught up on that one after it had been on a couple episodes. Um, let's see. Moon Knight was one I, that I, I wasn't interested enough in the character to, to want to start, start at day one. Um, okay. so, so after I heard that it was decent, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll check it out. Um, and usually that's like, Hey, Chelsea, do you want to watch an episode? Yes. Okay. All right. Here yeah. we go. Um, so this one was the, I wasn't necessarily excited or interested in having another Disney plus star Wars show because Mandalorian and uh, Boba Fett were, I, this is, you know, uh, I'm, I'm the minority in saying that I don't this think is, those this shows is a are safe place. This is a safe place, Brandon. You can, I don't you think those shows it. are very good. I, I honestly don't think they're very good uh, at all. And, um, they, they get a level of, uh, prestige and, in not prestige, like praise that the I don't, hype. yeah, that I don't think they, they rightfully deserve. Boba Fett was a, was, was shit. <laughs> Um, but anyways. Boba Fett has gotten a lot of criticism from fans and um, casual viewers that really didn't feel like it left a, lived up to the hype. Um, Mando season one, I really did enjoy. Uh, season two, yeah, um, still still pretty good. Uh, but I, I I fully understand the criticism that you have. And I I've heard this criticism from a lot of people where um, like they seem to nerf the character a little bit too much at times. And then there's a lot of just like, Oh, go on this random like quest for a thing. And it doesn't really help with like anything else that's going on, but it just yeah. kind of these weird episodic like adventures. I, th- I think, I, I think for me that the nerfing, the random nerfing is, is what gets me. Um, and there's there's a little bit about that in in Obi Wan. There's there's a scene where a character is getting chased through the woods, uh, a, a child is getting chased through the woods, and there's bounty hunters that are chasing this this child, and this child who is very young is like like jumps over a tree branch, and the the bounty hunter's like, oh crap, I guess I got to go around the tree branch now. Uh, so like the shows do stuff like that that is really silly and takes you out of the moment. We're like that's what? No, no, no. Like if my, yeah. if my 10 year old runs away from me right now, he, if he gets a head start, I'm going to catch him. It's just going to take longer. Right? Yeah. Um, Which eventually does happen. I will say that. But I think, I think it was an attempt in, uh, maybe not a successful attempt to try and portray a child who knew those woods spent a lot of time in those woods and was able to expertly navigate them in such a way as to buy more time for them to try and get away from these. these. And that, and, and I think that's a fair thing to try to do, but putting a random like tree branch that's coming out of the ground and is just angled in such a way that she goes under it, but the bounty hunter can easily go over it. I am just, I'm just saying Bad execution. Anyway, I, I will I will rewatch the scene. Uh. <laughs> bad, bad execution. Anyways, but uh, so going going back to your original question, Obi Wan comes out. Why do I want to watch this from the start? I I watched that first trailer and uh, 
whereas the Clone Wars and Rebels wasn't something that, I mean, all that, all of that Clone all Wars that era. Yeah, all all of all of that stuff. I'm not super interested in because Star Wars for me starts with Episode One through Episode Three, and then there's a gap in time, and then Episode Four through Episode Six. Uh, the stuff in between is is a it's a, a a gap that I'm not. It doesn't necessarily interest me. Like Rogue One is kind of the exception, right? Because it leads into Episode Four. What, yeah. what what Obi-Wan does is it leads into episode four for me still. I think that's that's why yeah. that's why I'm interested in it. It 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 just takes a a longer step ahead of episode four, right? Whereas Rogue One, the the timeline for that movie is like that movie ends at the start of a new hope right like Mm -hmm. it's it is right before that movie here we're still a good what seven years or so six seven years how old's luke supposed to be in a new hope uh probably like 18 19 17 16 15 in that in that case you know i think he's like 10 years old seven seven or eight (laughs) years ahead um which is which is smack dab in the middle of that gap uh between uh what revenge of the sith and and new hope. So yeah. what, what, I, what I mean, so, so that, that's what gets me is this, this fills in, whereas rebels and clone wars don't fill in any gaps of leading me into the things I know about episode four. Obi-Wan feels like it's leading into what some of the information that we, we didn't have at the start of episode four that yeah. gives greater context to episode four uh with with obi's obi-wan's relationship with with luke and and leia and so far yeah there's uh there's a there's a comic book series that came out several years ago that the newest run of of star wars comics and those comics start uh right at the end of new hope right so they exist kind of between uh new hope and um empire uh, empire and it's it's a time where Luke is still very young in his understanding of the Force, and his time with Obi-Wan was so limited due to his death on the Death Star and everything like that, right? Um, so he's, he's, he's seeking more information. He's trying to find out more information about the Force and things like that uh, before... Uh, he ends up with with Yoda and 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 training with Yoda, uh, and I think it's the fifth comic in that series. Uh, Luke goes back to Tatooine and finds one of Obi Wan's like journals, right? And and it's the whole the whole issue is a look at Obi Wan's life on Tatooine within that gap, right? Between the time he drops off Luke to the time uh, that he kind of picks him up again in, in episode four, it, it talks about that era of his life. And I loved that issue so much because it's an aspect of Obi-Wan that we just – I never really saw much of. And I was not – I had never watched Rebels. I don't know what is or isn't in that show in terms of, of this time period. I understand it exists in that time period. But, uh, yeah, it's a part of Obi-Wan's life that I was – always kind of fascinated with uh, after reading that comic and so when i heard this this series announced i was like i'm in i i if this is at all like that issue 
I'm I'm hyped for it, right? Mm-hmm. And in in the in the time between um the announcement of this series and now, I've I've spent a lot more time uh watching the Clone Wars animated series. I've watched a couple of Rebels series and I'm gonna say it on this podcast. This is this is the first time saying this publicly. <laughs> My opinions on the prequels have have softened like considerably in the last year i I don't know what it is i mean obviously and as 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 movies go they have their problems they have their issues yes but the story that lucas was trying to tell and then the subsequent story and character development through the the animated series and 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 some of the stuff that's going on like it's 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 a period in these in this saga that uh I don't know, I'm just way more interested in than I used to be. And so Obi-Wan hits me right at a time when I am very much ready for it. And in these first two episodes, I'm I'm already loving what what I'm seeing so far. Well the thing about the prequels, and we this won't be a prequels podcast because we've had no. those before. Uh it I have always felt that story-wise, if you just, uh, and I think I've gone to Wikipedia and I've like rehashed myself on, on the background from, for the story, just reading the synopsis. I like the story that's trying to tell. Yeah. And and like, okay. Yeah. Like on, as a summary, okay, this makes sense. Okay. Oh, I see what's happening here. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Where it's, where it's leading the execution as I keep saying, I guess that's my word of the, the podcast is execution. The execution was, was lacking for the prequels as a whole. Right. Sure. Um, sure. Sure. But it was still an interesting story. Like even like the, uh, the recap leading into Obi-Wan, that stuff is interesting, right? Cause you're they're, like, ta- they're taking the best of all the, all of the relationship between Obi-Wan and Anakin and distilling it into a two minute summary like, I, I want to say it's like badass. four and a half minutes or something, oh. but it is it is such a great prequel like primer. Uh, Sheena does not watch the movies. She she is not familiar with the lore or backstory of Obi Wan and Darth, right? Or or Anakin. She but she watched that four minute and she's like, okay, I get it. I get I get how their relationship started, what fell apart. And what we're getting into with this series, which I will, I will say this now and then I won't harp on it too much. <laughs> this may be the series that gets Shino to watch some Star Wars. <laughs> I, I had it on. She was, she was watching it kind of from the background. Oh, wait, who's that guy? Oh, well, now why? Wait, is that? Well, now what do they do? And I'm like, she is, she is paying attention. She's oh, asking shit. questions. Oh shit! And then she said, "I think I could, I think I would watch this." But I was like already on the second episode, so I think we're gonna rewatch the first episode. Okay, all right. We'll probably rewatch the second episode and be ready for Wednesday when the third episode comes out. Hold, not, I'm not, I'm not sure trying to hold my breath, but um, yeah, don't, don't hold it, don't hold it, don't hold I am, it. I'm very excited right now. This is us <laughs> ended its historic six season run or whatever it is. So she's looking for a new show. Obi Wan is clearly the answer. Clear, clearly, clearly, uh, it's interesting uh, split, which is like Chelsea likes Star Wars well enough. Uh, she, we 
we we watch all the movies. She well, she's not a fan necessarily, but she'll she'll watch them. She didn't she didn't really like the first two episodes of the show, um, okay. mostly because like the the writing felt ham fisted at times, and and she's like the writing's kind of bad. And there's a couple times where it a is char- Star Wars. <laughs> that's that's true. There was a couple times where a character was about to say something, and then she said the line. And then they said the line. She's like, "See, that's how good it is because I can write it." Um, and and there, she was also like, "We have a now a bet, a running bet." Um, she may have forgotten about it, uh, but I don't. I haven't forgotten about it. Which is, who is the character that's going to be say is is going to be the one to say, "Help me, Obi Wan. You're you're my only hope." Who is going to be the one that says it in the series? Because I feel like that's going to be something that somebody says sometimes. Uh, right. Oh, it, I, 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 it's, I, I hope not. And it's a new hope, but it's, I hope (laughs) not. But it feels like like someone's going to say it, right? Because I don't know. I I didn't have that anticipation. I didn't think that I don't, I don't think they'll be that on the nose with it. Um, it was close. Cause, cause if they would have done it, they would have already done it with, um, uh, Senator Organa and yeah. you know his his plea to Obi Wan. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I f- I feel like it's gonna happen, but I'm just I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. We we can have we can have that be a tally here. <laughs> so okay, we, all as, right. As, keep keep an eye on it. But um, anyway, so as far as plot goes, uh, now we're in the the spoiler of the of the show. So if sure. you if you didn't ditch us out a long time ago uh, or were never with us to begin with, here's where we talk about spoilers, which is it was kind of assumed just how the trailer made it out to, to feel like that, that Obi is pulled out of his hiding uh, in order to protect Luke who is out, out on that farm and on Tatooine. But it rapidly finds out. We talked about this a little bit earlier with a little person, <laughs> a, yeah. a little girl running through the woods from bounty hunters that it's, it's about Leia and it's about a Leia getting kidnapped and Obi-Wan getting pulled uh from or uh Senator Organa to to save her essentially. And yeah. it's all and it's all ploy to get him out of hiding so the inquisitors, the the Sith inquisitors uh can uh go you know capture him for for Anakin, uh Darth Vader. That is the so that's 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 the basic plot so far. The coolest thing to me that uh, maybe I didn't, I don't know if Rebels ever talked about it or whatever, is that Obi-Wan at this point in time doesn't even know that Anakin is still alive in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, that was that's that's the huge episode two reveal, right? Is uh, Third Sister, I believe, uh, is her name for from the Inquisitors. Um, she reveals to Obi-Wan that she is, she is not going to kill him. She wants to bring him to Darth Vader because Anakin is still alive. Uh, Darth Vader survived and uh, is part of this hunt for the Jedi. So um, can we just, can we give like a huge <laughs> round of applause to, to Ewan McGregor for, I don't know. I love the way that he's playing like older Obi-Wan and the way he is wrestling with the fact that he comes from this powerful you know 
group of of you know space wizards who <laughs> who 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 brought balance and and justice to the galaxy uh, to the point where he's like cutting up uh like <laughs> landfish uh in the <laughs> desert uh on a daily basis for pennies a day and then um is is completely prevented from being his true self or 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 showing any of his powers or his abilities to the point of almost like losing them because he he has been that disconnected from the force for so long um i just i i love the way that he's he's so subtle in some of it like just a look or 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 a facial expression sometimes tells an awful lot in 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 his portrayal of of obi-wan and and go ahead he, uh, I'm, I was going to say, like, he does a good job of that. Like, he, he's, fun, he's found himself, Lou McGregor, in roles where he is an adult. He is a version of somebody that is no longer what they used to be. So the, the biggest mirror there is uh, Dr. Sleep, where it is a sequel to The Shining. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Dr. Sleep. No, no. Uh, but it's a, it's a sequel to The Shining. He plays an older version of Danny. Uh, who isn't isn't really in touch with the shining anymore his his shining the shining do you want to get sued and uh then he ends up you know mentoring a, a young girl to to defeat a, a greater evil but he he is so i do highly recommend that that movie uh the director's okay. cut specifically so if you liked uh haunting of hill house or uh haunting of bly manor or uh uh the uh the one with the vampires, Midnight Mass. The guy who directed that directed Doctor Sleep. Uh, so highly recommend it for anybody <coughs> out there. All right. Anyway, so uh, he, so he plays yeah. that character really well of the old grizzled, like not what he once was, and he does a stellar job in, in this so far. Yeah, he's a good actor. Um, but yeah, I I again, I have not. I've watched like three episodes of Rebels, so I'm not cut up on on Rebels. I know there are Inquisitors in it. I, I I'm aware that that is a thing, um, but yeah, uh, Obi Wan finding out that Darth is alive. We haven't seen much of Darth in the first two episodes. Um, I think he's in like a back to tank right uh, at the, at the end of an episode. So that's Hayden Christensen's big scene in the first third <laughs> of the series is is floating around in some goop. Um, but yeah, I don't, I I definitely was surprised and i and we were kind of unofficially live live tweeting to each other like live texting uh certain things and i i said early on i was like i was not expecting this much alderaan coverage like Mm. wow like they're really they're really showing what life was like on alderaan and we're getting to see young leia like what her life was like and then by the second episode you're like wow this this is really just more about her and and following uh, in, in interaction between Obi Wan and and Leia, and it 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 didn't really dawn on me when I was watching it, but I was I was on Reddit like the day after, and this completely makes sense in terms of like why Leia knew who Obi Wan was, why she had any connection with him whatsoever. In in a New Hope. She says that line, right? Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. She she reaches out to him for help. Why? Why did she know that? Why did she have that information? This series explains why. Why she put her trust in Obi-Wan. 
why she would send the Death Star plans to him. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm excited for where it goes uh, in, in the next few episodes and what other interactions will or will not happen between Darth and Obi Wan. And um, I don't know. It's and 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 Reva, the uh, the the third sister. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, oh, so so the the series starts with a flashback into uh, Order sixty six, where <laughs> where all the 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 clone troopers turn on the Jedi, um, and there's a, a room where a Jedi is, is taking the younglings and trying to lead them to safety, and uh, this group of younglings ends up kind of like, what do we do now? But after the Jedi gets killed, and they're like, run. Um, and so what I'm interested to see is how. Cl- Obviously, to me, as far as a writing thing, they put that in there for a reason to be like, there's a theme here as far as like the kids that are sensitive to the force and what happens to them. Uh, we see in the first episode that there is a a, a young Jedi or, a, you know, Jedi centric type of person yeah. who's who's on the run uh, and they eventually get killed and it affects Obi-Wan at some point in time. We find out that the Inquisitors are force sensitive that a lot of them were Jedi or maybe younglings that have turned to the dark side as a matter of, you know, uh, protecting themselves or, or finding safety or, or not dying. And uh, so I'm interested to see what thematically that goes from, from here. Uh, and if, if it turns out that Reva is one of those younglings from the very start of the series. Yeah. yeah. Does this, does this show make you want to watch rebels at all? no, it it, okay. uh, it does it doesn't still. What about a rebels synopsis on Wikipedia? <laughs> I I I will. I mean, I've I've read some synopses of some of the Clone War stuff, some of the Rebel stuff. I know some of the characters, uh, and like some of like the Asaka stuff because Asaka is she has her series coming out. Um, the the characters that she's looking for that lead into other very famous Star Wars. Uh, Extended universe characters, um, yeah. big blue admirals, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so, so yeah, like I'm not super interested in the animated stuff still. This one again is it is it, it is a tie to me of like the the initial wonder of this is it's Star Wars again. Yeah, like, yes, yeah. It it feels very much like Star Wars to me. Um, uh early verdicts some people saying it's the the best star wars tv that disney plus has put out so far it's it's only two episodes right now so i'm gonna i'm gonna withhold overall judgment but so far uh i'm very excited about the centric to uh you know the skywalker saga characters that are involved and uh very curious to see where it will continue to go uh huge shout out for uh, and I, and I'll butcher his name, but, uh, Tamora, Derek, Morrison, uh, the, the guy that plays Boba Fett, the guy that plays mm. all the clone oh, troopers, yeah. right. Um, we get to see a veteran clone trooper, uh, in the series, right. Where he's like begging for a few credits on his, his beards all grown out. Um, kudos to him for just getting all them roles, right. Like, <laughs> like just gets cast, you know, way back when in the prequel days and just riding that like 
it's awesome that they made clones of him and now he's 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 everywhere um <laughs> that clone aspect is so interesting to me uh watching the clone wars because like the, the relationships and and the individual like personalities of some of the clones comes out in clone wars and then uh the recent series bad batch they also you know, get into that a little bit more um so it's it's cool to see some of that on on screen too and and think mm-hmm. about the clones as as the as the clones and not just like a, a fill in for stormtroopers or, or whatever like that. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, there, in that, in that same scene where, uh, the, the, he is, is asking for money, you know, support a veteran of the clone wars. And then it immediately, uh, cuts to a couple stormtroopers walking to, to get that visual indicator that these are, they're, they're different. Like yes. those are the clone. Yeah. Now there's now there's stormtroopers. They're different types of type of yes. uh, like these are real people now. Yeah. Um, I, I I like that little that little dig in there. Um, yeah, I, I I'm looking forward to the rest of the uh, rest of the show. Hopefully, it maintains quality. I think I I told you as we're watching it, like so far this is way like ten minutes into it already better than uh, Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, I think they have a bigger budget. And I mean, to have Owen uh, is probably yeah. an indication yeah. of that. And Hayden Christensen. Um, and uh, I, I just, I hope they, I hope they stick the landing and it leads us to a place that, that nobody was expecting, but it still feels like a resolution for, for some of the fans uh, to well, like close out, close out the Skywalker saga, essentially. Yeah. I, th- I, I'm sure they will continue to re, to draw from that well like I'm, I'm sure. oh oh this this new star wars thing isn't working out uh go grab a skywalker character um be we'll we'll, we'll do a a recap i'm sure once all six episodes have come out and, and let you know our final thoughts but uh before we move on from this topic just uh what are your thoughts uh up or down are we going to see liam neeson make an appearance in this series oh yeah yeah when i when i if he if we don't see an appearance from Liam Neeson, then they just like botched all the the thematic kind of breadcrumbs <laughs> that they they've dropped so far, yes. right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, what do you what do you think? Um, no, I'm, I'm with you 100. percent um, Sheena was like, I wonder if they'll do like Liam Neeson's voice. I'm like, no, they're gonna they're, they're gonna get on screen Qui-Gon in this for, full on force ghost Qui-Gon is going to be in this uh because already <clears throat> they've they've hinted at it with a recap where Yoda said in uh episode 3 I I have more training for you uh the ability to reach out to your pre- previous uh mentor and learn like how to be force ghosts and, and commune from from beyond whatever he's 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 spoken out to qui-gon a couple times in the series so far so at some point we're gonna see we gotta see that connection yeah. we got it we gotta see that come together so yeah definitely definitely um, that'll be that'll be cool to see uh just last last little shout out to to deborah chow who's directed the episode the, the first two episodes uh she also directed some of the Man- mandalorian and some better call saul as well so mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yeah, All yeah, right. good stuff. Look, looking forward to again talk about it. Like, looking forward to the rest of the series. Hope it sticks a landing. Um, 
but uh let's see what i mean what else, what else have we been watching um you watched something recently yeah uh long holiday weekend um great time for netflix to drop seven episodes of one of the most valuable properties in netflix's library it's only right? seven episodes uh, yeah so so stranger <laughs> things right seven episodes is out i've watched all seven <laughs> um but uh it was it was very interesting because she knows like oh there's only seven episodes it feels like a short season and as soon as you end the seven episodes it's like Stranger Things season four part two coming July you know fifth or whatever whatever the date is for it right or July first maybe maybe that's how they're gonna capitalize it is like all right we're gonna give you seven on Memorial Day weekend in order to con- completely consume that. Uh, long weekend and then we'll give you another four you know or, or however many uh the weekend of fourth of july so that you can also spend that entire weekend uh <laughs> watching demi gorgons and, and and kids with nosebleeds um so so anyway uh yeah it and the, i'm gonna speak to that for one second sure. because ozark just did the exact same thing and it's it's really weird, but from like a business and streaming strategy standpoint, makes sense to me. Uh, Disney Plus from the get-go has had this strategy, right? We are releasing our big hit shows one week at a time. WandaVision, week to week. Every Marvel series, week to week. Oh, you want Mandalorian? You want some some Star Wars series, cool. You're going to get two episodes of the premiere of Obi-Wan, and then you're going to come back every Wednesday to get every, each and every one. You got me. Oh, you and, suckered me in. Oh. And I have never missed a payment on my Disney Plus subscription, right? <laughs> like, I have been engaged and and paying my fair share into the Disney Plus machine for for well over a year, year two years, however long the, the, the platform's been around now. Netflix I has has built this they built binge watching right like they they invented the release a whole season on one day and people spend their whole weekend watching it and then come back the next week and be like oh my gosh did you watch all 13 hours it was amazing i, I didn't get any sleep <laughs> that that model now that there's so many streaming platforms, so much content available, um, it's great because like we get to like press the dopamine button for like 13 hours straight, but then we're done. And then I'm not necessarily on your platform for another week, month, year, depending on how many series you have that I like really care about. Yeah. So when Ozark came out with its last season, they they did it in two parts and they had like seven episodes and then another five episodes and there was like month to two month gap between those is that due to production delays is that due to uh wanting to be able to hit two award seasons periods in in the same year is it a strategy that netflix is using to keep people on their platform by breaking up a season between separate months so that yeah i got you i got you for march because you're going to get half of ozark then but then i'm going to get you in may too because you're going to want to watch the last four. Oh, and by the way you're going to get the first seven episodes of stranger things 
And if you stick around for two more months, you'll get to see what happens to Eleven and the gang in the, in the last half of the season. I don't know. That's yeah. that to me. I feel like is their way of bridging that gap without going full week to week. I don't. I don't know if I'm on a limb here. You know what? You know what's interesting to me. <laughs> going into Brandon's reading about product management and a continuous discovery. So I'm reading this book by Teresa Torres called continuous delivery and, or can you continuous discovery? And I was just read a a chapter. I mean, it's all about like incremental uh, testing your assumptions and, and finding out what the customer needs and like, is this, is this actually what the customer needs or you're getting false positives and stuff like that. And you want to do, you want to, you want to do quick tests of assumptions. So if you, if you're, if your assumption is, is accurate, if it's a false positive or false negative, then okay, well let's do some more tests, but you want to do it rapidly. That way you can keep, kind of keep up with the customer and not let them go away to your competitors necessarily. Right. And yeah. so I feel like as we're talking about this, Disney has gone the way of, okay, we had this way where Netflix got in everybody into binge watching. Now let's see if we can just do week to week and see what happens with, with our viewership. And they've found like, actually it's maintaining subscribers. Our outcome that we want is to, for people to maintain their subscription and they're, they're doing that. Uh, because we're giving them stuff. And then like towards the end of a series, they're announcing another series that's going to start up shortly after that, which is then another week to week series. Yeah. Uh, Marvel doing all that type of stuff. Meanwhile, Netflix, who created the binge watching, essentially, they 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 came out with original content. They have their Stranger Things. They drop it all, all at once. And then. Oh, now, now, now people now what do we have to pe- keep people there? And the, yeah. the the viewers who like Stranger Things aren't necessarily the viewers that like Ozark. I can say that I didn't like Ozark and I didn't I didn't need to keep with it. So sure. if I was to subscribe for Stranger Things, I watch it for my seven day trial. Boom, I'm done. I can drop it and I can move on. And so even if even if their idea with with Stranger Things and Ozark is to like split it up, the the amount of time that they are they are waiting to see, to test their assumptions, to test their outcomes. Like they are doing, they're not letting themselves iterate in smaller pieces to see if that's the way they need to keep going for their business to be successful. Like, I don't think, I don't think just doing half a stranger things and be like, all right. Yeah. All right. Well, Ozark's coming up next. Uh, <laughs> is, is necessarily yeah, testing I, that right? I, a hundred percent follow what you're saying. Um, I will argue that Netflix as a software company is terrific at continuous delivery, uh, continuous integration. They, they are updating that site constantly in, uh, in, in a manner that is invisible to the customer, right? Like they can update their user interface, their homepage, how how you navigate things, how how their how their you know actual video player interface works. It's all containerized, so they can like if 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 stuff doesn't work, they can like swap things out on the fly. They have so many customers across the globe, and 
their ability to continue to keep those customers happy with um, functional content is is outstanding. Now, business and content wise, that is that is an area where I feel like Netflix grew really fast and possibly too fast, right? Mm-hmm. Where where they grew by having access to a lot of content and and being the only streaming game in town and then slowly losing that content as different studios bought it back so that they could put it on their own streaming services. Mm-hmm. Netflix pivoted and they're like we're in the content creation game. We are going to build m- our own original series, Stranger Things, Ozark. I mean, I don't know. They got tons of of series that people love, right? Um, but then we're also going to make like feature length films and we're going to make blockbuster movies and we're going to make other series that people are going to love. And we're going to, we're going to really get into building that content and you're going to get it where you're used to seeing things, which is on Netflix, right? Which makes total sense. It's, it's, it's exactly what, Disney Plus did only a decade later, right? Yeah. The, the 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 thing about streaming services now is because there are so many of them and Netflix isn't the only game in town, you're really competing for that like one day a month when when the customer pays their bill. Right? Like is the content am I like when I go to pay the like 20 something bucks or whatever it is for Netflix now, because their prices have gone up, you know, over and over again, over the, over the years, <laughs> when I, when I make that payment, do I look back on the last month and think, wow, I really did spend a lot of time on the Netflix app watching whatever they were like, what, what did I talk about on apathetic enthusiasm this month? <laughs> Was it a lot of Netflix content or did we spend the whole time talking about Holy Moly on Hulu and the latest Marvel offering on Disney Plus, right? And and if those conversations are happening across, you know, a globe and people are saying, all right, am I, am I really spending a lot of time watching Netflix or did I really just pay this month to watch those seven episodes of Stranger Things? Because I wanted to see what was going on there. And so I feel like that's where the binge model is maybe doing them a disservice where Disney Plus, heck yes, heck yes, I'm going to pay that because I'm in the middle of this Marvel series. And I know two weeks after that one ends, the Star Wars series is firing up. And then I'm going to get right into Miss Marvel after that. And then boom, and then boom, right? And I'm going to, I'm just like, it's that slow drip of content. Yeah. As opposed to um, just big chunks, and let, then and then maybe not a lot. Let, let me let me let me ask you this, and this is uh, you don't have the answer, but in your opinion, what is your assumption on what would happen if Netflix for, uh, I don't know, say there was another season of uh, Stranger Things coming out, Selling Sunset, the reality <laughs> show where high priced homes are sold by women with lots of plastic surgery. <laughs> let, let's just, let's just say there there is a everybody loves Stranger Things this season, both both halves of the season, and, and they decide, you know what? We said we're only going to do one more season, but we're going to do one more season. This is it because you they're cl- the fans are clamoring for another season of Stranger Things, and Netflix decides, all right, here's what we're going to do. I know we've been doing the binge model. This last season we did half and half for the next season, we're going to strategically release it an episode per week. 
what do you think that does to Netflix? Do you think, do you think it pisses people off? Like, what is it? I mean, in your opinion, what do you think would happen? I, I think, I think we are in the midst of a phased approach that would get there. Um, but I think they're going to have to do it slow enough that we don't really notice. And I think it's going to happen not with a a major property like a Stranger Things, but it's going to happen first with like a series that a fringe group is really into or um, an original series that's brand new, but like there is some hype for because they've got a big name actor or, or a great writer. It's based on a, you know, a, a different property. Um, I, I don't see them doing it with stranger things, but I could see them coming out with a new series and being like, Hey, for this, for this new series, we are going to release two a week, or we're going to release the first quarter of a season. And then we're going to release, you know, three episodes a month for the next three or, you know, whatever it is. Like, um, I think, I think they're going to, and this is purely hypothetical. I have zero information on this and I've done <laughs> yeah. zero research or reading. It's so all, please, it's all, it's all, it's all hypothetical. It's all, if, if you've opinion. made it an hour into apathetic enthusiasm, <laughs> bless you for that. And, and now we're just, you know, really just kind of shooting out there. But, um, yeah, I, Netflix shares went down for like the first time in like the history of the company or something like that. Like since they were mailing DVDs to people. So I think a change is coming. Mm. It has to. Right. And their original content is probably going to take a cut. They're, they're only going to make the stuff that they, or, or they're going to take less risks. I think on some of the original content that they make. And then I think they're really going to have to strategize on how to keep people making that monthly payment. And if, if there isn't a steady stream of stuff I want to watch on that platform, the benefit for me continuing to say yes with my paycheck, right? Like it's, it's not, it's not there. And so they see the success of of big blue over over at Disney Plus and they see I mean obviously Disney has been in the entertainment industry for like a century right Ever. like they yeah. they they know what they're doing um but they've only been in the streaming game for a short amount of time and so there was a lot of you know frustration when Disney came out and said we're going to we're going to show our shows one episode a week and you're going to you're going to like it Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I'll say this about uh, Disney too. Yes, they have the benefit of Star Wars and Marvel shows. They do have. They do have that benefit. That is a, a strength. But my kid, uh, turn tunes in weekly to see if a new episode of Owl House is out on Disney Plus. Uh, yeah. Oh right? yeah. So there, there are show in like Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Right. The that that just came out. There are things that Disney is doing that that kids kids want to tune into so yes they do have marvel they do have and i think honestly i think that's the the benefit that disney had was they could test using their the their their major properties that they had under their belt um but uh, as 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 far as like netflix goes yes a change is is coming i have up in front of me uh talking about like an episode by episode thing that Netflix did, which was Elvira Elvira series came out for like six episodes in October of last year. 
bring it, bring in that that huge asset that is El- Elvira. Um, <laughs> you know, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like a niche audience, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Elvira is 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 widely known, but isn't necessarily going to draw the same viewership as a Stranger Things. Well, and and so I want to say this about like Elvira. Like I was, I heard that there was going to be a weekly series of Elvira sh- uh, movies that she was presenting, and I was excited about it. It was on Netflix. Uh, so, uh, the episodes were, uh, three October, 10 October, 17 October, 24, 31 October, right? So weekly new episode and, and I, I watched the, I watched the announcement and then I never watched any of the other episodes because, because Netflix isn't designed that way for, as far as viewer goes, it's not like designed to remind me that there's a new episode of Elvira coming out. Um, and there, there's so much other content on Netflix. Like we, we started watching Ash versus evil dead on Netflix that, which was on stars originally. And we're binging that versus watching a, an, an event based show on Netflix. Yeah. And so it's, yeah. not, and it's that's, not designed that way because again, culturally Netflix is meant to drop everything at once. So they have to, we, they have to come up with a way to get that. We've been trained as consumers to go to Netflix for certain things. It's 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 typically uh, quality content now, especially original content that um, you know tends to be really great, but tends to be consumable rather quickly, um, and is something that we can get into for a weekend and get out of. Um, you know, unless we're binge watching like us like seasons of television or something. If you back when you could watch. All of the office or all mm, of friends yeah. or <laughs> yeah. uh, like new girl community. Yeah, is, is, yeah. Yeah. You like, I'm just going to watch the entire series. Um, they still got Seinfeld. They still got that going for them. So, you know, good for them. But week to week wise stuff that you're seeing on normal, like over the air or cable television, you got Hulu for that. I can go back to Hulu every week and see the, the normal type television that is, not quite appointment viewing, but okay, I want to keep up with it week to week. And then original content on Disney Plus, yeah, uh, from the get-go, I'm used to watching it week to week. Yeah, I, I know I can roll out and, and watch that. And then I watch my one episode of Boba Fett or of Moon Knight, and then I'm like, oh, what is this other series? Oh, what is this? Oh, they added that movie? Oh, cool. And so then that fills in the gaps between the week. And and keeps that that steady drip of uh, of content going uh, on their platform. So yeah. um, so that's our review of Stranger Things season four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In, 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 in an alternate reality, you might be watching something completely different. Uh, but in our upside down, it's all about <laughs> streaming properties and consumer models and all that stuff. That's right. Um, that's I, right. I will say in in a, in a sixty second review so far. Stranger Things uh, season four has been good. These kids are getting real old. It's really hard to to hide that anymore. Uh, when you're when your high school freshmen look like uh, they should be freshmen in college, uh, it's it's maybe time to move on. Um, much feels like a much darker season. Really leaning into the horror aspect. Obviously, Stranger Things has always you know been like a horror show, but um, I feel like. It's it's pushing the limits of of what uh, Sheena can handle. Yeah, um, it was it and, was it was horror light before, and now sure. it's and now it's getting into actual horror. 
I, I, I'm curious to to have you watch it and tell me if my assessment is accurate on that or if I just yeah. haven't been, I've been so detached from horror movies for so long that it just feels more like horror than it should. Yeah. Um, but then it also uh, takes its time. Um, there are aspects of the, of the series or the, or the show where I'm just like, okay, why are we, why are we doing this? Like, um, there's an entire B plot in, 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 in the show that feels very B like, I, I'm like, how are they going to connect this to an A plot and make it feel cohesive? Because honestly, there's maybe an A, B and C plot going on. Mm-hmm. But like A and B, they they've matched up. But this whole C plot is like it's in a whole nother country, right? Like it, it's it, it's it's going there. So it, it, it's like um, it's like the wedding in in Sonic Two that I have bitched about. It's just to a degree. Like why? It's it's characters we love that that we that we know. Like and and so that tries to 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 carry it, but it it is it feels completely separate from everything else that's going on on the show. So um, anyway, we, we watched all seven what episodes in the last three days. Mm. Um, it, I mean, it was good enough for me to not be like, nah, let's not, let's not keep going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. um, all right. But uh, yeah, curious to see what you think about it and then maybe do our full stranger things recap once the series ends okay. in July or whatever it is. Be- be- before, before we leave, I do want to say I'm going to watch, I-, I will watch stranger things. It's on there, but we're we're making our way through Ash vs Evil Dead. Uh, sure. Our kid, our our ten year old, we made him watch <laughs> the Evil Dead, which is the first film that came out in 1981, directed by Sam Raimi. And uh, he watched. We watched it last night, um, which is great because we're in season two of Ash vs Evil Dead, and there there's some callbacks to it. And he's like, "Oh, hey, this is in the movie last night." I'm like, exactly. And I'm playing that game. He's like, "I was like, see this." This is one of his special abilities in the game. He's like, oh, yeah, look at that. Uh, anyway, so anyways, aside from that, uh, Stranger Things is cool. I watched Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, and it is a, it is a, it is a good, it is, it's a very good movie. I will say it's a very good movie. It is very, uh, there's a lot of stuff happening. I watched it with Chelsea, and there's so much stuff going on. I know you watched Multiverse of Madness. I watched Everything Everywhere All at Once. It is, and, and uh, it was produced by the Russo brothers, by the way. So you know, with that, with that Marvel connection, it is so good. Lots of stuff happening in it. Um, my ten-year-old's uh, review of it is: there's a lot of weird stuff, but it's still beautiful. That's that's that is that movie in a nutshell. All right. So yeah. I want you to watch it, and then I want to. No, know, I, I, I I want to watch it. I, I very much do want to watch it on 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 AE one of these days, uh, because yeah. I think it is a a movie that deserves uh, conversation. Which clearly on Twitter and everyone else, uh, like my my buddy uh, Kyle, he he's for a long time like you need to watch this. Go see it. Go see it. Go see it. Go see it. And I watched it, and I and he's like, "What'd you think?" I'm like, "Yeah, it was good." Yeah. Uh, and then I asked, is, right. it, "Is it because?" And because he's 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 Filipino, uh, and uh, I, I was like, is is there a th- is there an aspect of this that that is speaks to you more because you're Filipino? Uh, he's like, yes, and it's still so good. And I wanted to see if if you felt that way too, not being <laughs> Filipino. Like, yeah, completely. Um, 
because it's kind of got that that uh cultural slant to it um yeah yeah just uh no i 100 percent want to watch it um i just haven't i have outside of like required uh marvel attendance Mm -hmm. have not been to a, a movie theater to see to see a movie um that wasn't produced by marvel studios in a while so um go go see yeah, that I, not top gun don't see top gun everyone yeah it'll be on everybody's saying everything's great about maverick but yeah. uh you know i i i don't uh, know i i have different thoughts about top gun anyway i i've heard good things i've heard good things I've but, heard, uh, yeah I, i'll see i'll see all the movies i'll see all the movies forget having a job and family and kids. Uh, anyway that's 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 probably gonna be our time for this episode yeah. thank you so much for listening uh, we, we got really into obi-wan for a while extra and, long and episode talked, yeah. talked talked about talked about product you know, management strategies and things like that <laughs> um but it, but if you're here and you're hearing this right now you're the real mvp thank you so much for continuing to subscribe to listen if, you, if you're new to this uh show and and you're just checking it out for the first time we are so glad that you're here please uh rate review wherever it is that you um are, are consuming this content let us know uh that you're enjoying it and uh yeah and we'll be back uh, probably in a couple of weeks with a new episode of this show in the meantime you can check out interdimensional rss our rick and morty podcast if rick and morty's not your thing um well just thanks thanks for being here thank you you the best <laughs> you the best finger in the air uh all right well thank you everyone for listening thank you for being a part of the the audience the show uh making us making us keep going uh everybody who pokes us in the eye and says hey why didn't you do another episode and we say oh we're going to and then the, then you slap us in the face and then you send us just death threats just i mean i've got i've got a garage full of just bags of death threats saying why isn't there another episode we you skipped a week i want an episode now mother trucker uh and it's written in blood uh, another one is like just like cut out from Cosmo magazines. Like I yeah. th- like there's a date of a Cosmo magazine from like it, it was it was an issue from 1985, which is really really crazy. It was with a the the actress from uh, Weird Science. Oh my god, Kelly Brock. I mean, I, I'm impressed that which you was weird because it was just letters from the magazine, but the fact that you were able to yeah. to identify that that was. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge Kelly Brock fan, so makes like, sense. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, like everything. A TV guide from from 1987. I've got I've got her on the cover of it. So yeah, yeah, good stuff. Uh, all right, well, okay. we're gonna <laughs> jump over to do a few minutes of our uh, Twitch only post show. Uh, if you want to be a part of that, make sure you are following us over on Twitch.tv/apatheticenthusiasm. Uh, and until next time, I'm Travis and I'm Brandon. Goodbye. Don't Bye. send us death threats. Do not. let me go ahead and uh i'll let that out as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.